Hello, this is Tim Germano here on Truth Applied, where we take God's Word and we apply it to our everyday lives. Let's see what the Lord has for us today on Truth Applied. Hello, welcome to another episode of Truth Applied. Last time we talked about how Christ um, was baptized and lessons that we could learn uh, from his baptism. Today we're going to continue on into Matthew chapter 4. We're going to look at the temptation of Christ in the wilderness and some things that we can learn about Jesus and things that we can apply in our own lives. So let's look there in Matthew chapter 4. And we'll start reading in verse 1. It says, Then was Jesus led of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. When he had fasted forty days and forty nights, he was afterward and hungered. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And so we've all heard messages. We've all read the temptation of Christ. We see it here in Matthew chapter 4. We also see it in Luke chapter 4. And, um, you know, same story. Luke switches the second and the third temptation. He lists one before the other. But they're both the same. We've got parallel passages. And it's interesting, remember what we talked about last week, how when Christ was baptized, he submitted himself to the Holy Spirit's authority. And how does he start here in verse 1 of chapter 4? Then Jesus was led up, of who? Of the Spirit, into the wilderness, to be tempted of the devil. He, he was in submission to this Holy Spirit. He was led to be tested in the wilderness. Remember, he's God. He knew what was going on. We know that he, as a human being, as that with that robe of flesh, he allowed the Spirit to control what he knew and what he didn't know. He robed himself in flesh. It, he placed voluntary limits on his deity. He allowed the Holy Spirit to lead him and to guide him and to help him. And so he was led by the Spirit into times of temptation. Sometimes God will lead us in areas where he know we'll be tested. Remember, we know the Bible says that uh, we're not tempted by God to sin. For God cannot be tempted with evil, neither, neither tempteth he any man. But God can allow us to go into situations to be, for us to be tested, for us to be tried. And Jesus was led by the Spirit. And what happened in the wilderness? He spent 40 days and 40 nights fasting. And we, I'm off, you know, often when we see fasting in the Bible, he's, there's prayer involved. He was preparing for that earthly ministry, and he fasted and prayed for 40 days and 40 nights. I don't know about you, but sometimes if I go 40 minutes without food, I'm hungry. And imagine the, the physical state that he was in. I know when I'm more tired, I'm more prone to make mistakes. I'm more prone to get angry when I shouldn't. I'm more prone to lose my patience. I'm more prone to give in to temptation. And so here, Christ, he had fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. And now he's tempted by Satan himself. And the tempter came, and he, he first temptation was, make those stones into bread. I don't know about you, but... 
if Satan had done that to me, I'd start picturing the stones as a hot piece of bread, especially if I hadn't eaten for 40 days. And it's interesting, because Jesus, even though he was in a weakened physical state, he was not flustered by the temptation. He didn't throw up his hands and say, what am I going to do? You know, you've been there, you get frustrated, you're, or you're, you're, you're flustered, you're tired, you're beaten down, things are going on, and temptation comes and, and we, we get flustered, we get worried, we get, um, we just feel like we're out of control. You know, Jesus, he was not flustered, but how did he respond? He responded with the scriptures. That's our defense against temptation. We have this example from Christ. He leaned on God and his word. He said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And so he immediately, he didn't become flustered. He didn't become worried. He didn't think, what am I going to do? Even when he was down physically, he leaned on God and his word. And that's a that's a lesson for us today. You know, you may be down, you may be worried, you may be beaten down spiritually or physically, but we need to rely on the Lord because temptation will come. Temptation is no respecter of of seasons of our life or periods of our life. Or wait a second, you know, I'm he's tired. I'll come back again tomorrow. No, we need to be prepared for the Satan's attacks. We need to be um, sober, be vigilant. Because remember, the devil is our adversary. He's like a roaring lion trying to seek after those that he can attack. And so, verse 5, Satan continues, And the devil taketh him up to the holy city, and setteth him on a pinnacle of the temple. And he saith unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and... In their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time they thou dash thy foot against a stone. It's interesting, Satan quoted the scripture when he was talking to Christ. You know, we'd often think about that, but he quoted from Psalm 91. And he said, well, God said he was going to do that. So it's okay if you, if you, if you throw yourself off the pinnacle of this temple, because God's going to take care of you. How did Jesus respond? He said, It is written again on the authority of God's word, Thou shalt not tempt. And who did he say there? The Lord thy God. Jesus claimed his authority and his deity. He didn't do this with people on a regular basis. He let them come to that conclusion. Very few times in his earthly ministry did he claim to be the Messiah openly. And yet, he unashamedly claimed who he was to Satan. He said, listen, Satan, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Again, in the moment of temptation, he went back to the scriptures. Look at verse 8. Again, the devil taketh him up to an exceeding high mountain, and showeth him all the kingdoms of the world, and the glory of them, and saith unto him, All these things will I give thee, if thou wilt fall down and worship me. Or to to give obeisance, to, to, to just give that reverence there to Satan. And would that have been a sin? Absolutely, because our worship belongs to the Lord. And it's interesting. Jesus, he was in control of the situation. Even when he was down, even when he was uh, 
physically exhausted and fatigued, he was in control of the situation. God is in control of the situation. I may not feel like I'm in control, but I can lean on the one who is in control. When I'm tempted, when I struggle, I can lean on God. I can look to him for the help that I need because he's still on the throne. He's still God. Jesus was in control. And it's interesting. Satan offered everything to him and he, he, Jesus didn't have to go to the cross. Jesus didn't have to suffer to wait to be exalted. He said, all you have to do is worship me, and I'll give this all to you, all these kingdoms of the world. But, you know, Jesus knew he had a purpose. Jesus knew he had a plan. Jesus knew he was there on a mission to redeem this, the world to God, to, to, you, to, to make available that ministry of reconciliation he said get thee hence satan for it is written thou shalt worship the lord thy god and him only shalt thou serve he waited for the right time in god's plan yeah it would have been easier for him to do that there he even knew he had a right to it all but you know what he did he submitted himself to the lord's timing so just by way of review christ even when he was physically tired and exhausted he leaned on the word of god in the moment of temptation god is our help in temptation remember god's promised a way of escape and he's given us his word to help us and we see that jesus he also waited for the right time in god's plan it would have been an easy road to take but he waited for god's plan just more lessons that we can learn from the life of Christ. And it's. I hope that you join us each and every episode as we look more into the life of Christ and how that um, the lessons that we can learn and how why, why Jesus said what he did and why he did what he did. And it's just a fascinating study, studying our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Join us next time as we look at Jesus beginning his public speaking ministry and calling the disciples. Thank you for taking time to listen to Truth Applied. Please make sure to subscribe to the channel so you never miss a new episode. And please remember, let's apply what we've learned today into our everyday lives. Music